0: in the name of god the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen please be seated i want to c- contrast two times when god breathes when god breathes his life into the human race The first moment is after God has created the first human being out of the clay. And the Bible says God breathed into him his breath, God's breath, he breathed into Adam, and Adam became a living soul. Now after the crucifixion, the disciples are hiding in the upper room. They're terrified, and suddenly he's there and he shows them his hands and his side and then he breathes on them. And he says, shalom, my peace I give you, not as the world gives you, but my peace I give you. It's very clear that what St. John is doing there is he's He's contrasting a recreation with the first creation. On Ash Wednesday, we receive ashes as a reminder of our mortality, as a reminder that our life comes from the hand of God, and that we're utterly dependent upon God for our life. In the Bible, there are two words for life. In, 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 in the Greek of the Bible, there's, there's a word bios, which means, which, from which we get the word biology, and there's a word zoe, you know. Sometimes it's a girl's name, zoe, life. Right? So this is the contrast between existence and life. Without God, in rebellion against God, turned away from God, And when we turn away from God, it's inevitable that we turn on each other. We have maybe existence, but we don't have life. He comes, and at great price, he breaks through our resistance to God, and he gives us the gift of life, eternal life, begins now. The grave cannot hold it. And the whole Christian life is the struggle between the old humanity, the old Adam, which is destined to dust, and the new life that begins now and which the grave cannot hold. And there's a dynamic relationship between these two lives, which is that the old life has to be crucified so that the new life can be born. Um, our attachment to everything that draws us away from God has to be crucified and died. We have to follow Him in the way of the cross so that we might also follow Him in the way of life. And um, it's not an easy way. We're attached to the things of this world. We're attached to all kinds of things. We're attached to things that are just simply bad things. And we're attached to things that are good things, but we want them and have them in the wrong way, in a bad way. And all of these things are killing us. And we, by God's grace, have to put them to death if we're to have the life that He comes to give us So what is the first step in getting this life The first step is to understand that we can't we cannot create ourselves we cannot make ourselves our life is hid with God in Christ and we are utterly dependent upon him And so we, when we confess our mortality and hear the words, "Dust thou art and Dost thou shalt return, we, are, we, we, we know in a very tangible way that without Him we have no life in us. Um, There's a point at which many of the disciples desert Jesus, and He turns to the apostles and He says, are you also going to leave? And they say to Him, "Uh, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of life. So this is the great mystery of the Christian faith, which is life through death, life through death. Dear God, in this time of Lent, Help us to put to death all those things that stand between us and you. And let us open our hearts wide that you might breathe your recreating breath into us. And that instead of having the life that is passing passing away and is destined just for dust, we shall have the life that you want to give us. eternal life, the life of light and love, now and forever. Amen.